0: To you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. Please pray with me. Dear God in heaven, we ask you to join us here this evening, and we trust that you are here in our midst. May my words be your words and all of our thoughts your thoughts. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. This evening, I want to tell you the story of a young woman, a girl, really, who got herself into trouble, deep trouble. She was seeing this guy, and then all of a sudden, she turns up pregnant, but she's not married. And she's afraid. I'm talking, of course, about Madonna. And not Michelangelo's Madonna and Child from the Pietà, but the material girl herself and her classic hit, Papa Don't Preach. You know the song Madonna is going out with a boy that her father doesn't approve of, and she gets pregnant. And the song is all about her going to her father to confess and asking him not to preach to her. Papa, don't preach. I mean, can you imagine? What problem can't be solved by preaching? But this sentiment, Papa, don't preach, the sentiment that Madonna is proclaiming in this song is almost universal. What she's really coming to her father and asking him not to do Is judge her. Papa don't preach translates to Papa don't judge. Madonna is equating preaching and judging. We all do this. We call movies or books preachy. There's a great moment in an episode of The Simpsons where Homer picks up a copy of the Bible only to put it down moments later with a sigh. Sheesh, he says, what a preachy book. And Homer's not alone. That's what people think of church. And that's how they think of God almost all the time, too. And that's why when people get in trouble, they say, Papa, don't preach. Don't judge me. I saw... A picture on someone's Facebook page the other day, a picture of Santa Claus, and the wording read on top, works one day a year, and underneath spends the other 364 judging you. Now this is funny, but this is exactly what many people think of God. You know, sitting up there in the clouds with a long white beard, looking down to see how we're measuring up. To the example he sent us, his son, Jesus Christ. And so it goes with the result being that when most people think about God, they end up feeling pretty bad. And most churches don't help. You go and get some guy standing up behind a lectern, no matter how good looking he might be. (laughs) And he tells you how you ought to be living your life. This is what Jesus was like. And so this is what you ought to be like too. And so it goes week after week with the result being that when you think about God long enough, you feel pretty bad. And that's what Homer says after calling the Bible a preachy book. He says, everyone in here is a sinner. But there's something about this one day, right? Something about tonight, this one night, in that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night, this night, and an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. Did you hear what happened? Did you hear? that when the shepherds see what's happening, when they see a heavenly being is arriving on the scene, the power of Almighty God is shining around them, how do they react? They're terrified. They might as well say, Papa, don't preach. They assume that the arrival of God is the arrival of judgment. That's why they're so afraid. And what does the angel say? Do not be afraid. He tells the shepherds who are quaking in their boots. You're wrong, he might as well say, about this Jesus who is coming. There's no reason to fear. He's not going to just be the example that you're going to have to try and fail to be like. The angel has better news. I am bringing you good news, he says, of great joy to all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. The angel doesn't say one word about an example. Not one word about measuring up. Not one word about what would Jesus do. He makes no mention of the law or the requirements, of the, or the rules, not on this night. He has good news of great joy for all people. A Savior has come. The angel has an announcement that is intended for people who aren't good at this sort of thing. Are you breaking the law? Are you coming up short of the requirements? Are you not following the rules? The angel has a sermon for you. I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. And that's the full Simpsons quote and the reason that The Simpsons is such a wonderful show, Homer picks up the Bible, reads it for a minute, and says, sheesh, what a preachy book. Everyone's a sinner. Well, except this one guy. And that's what we celebrate tonight. The coming of that one guy into the world. The incarnation, the becoming human Christmas is about God coming to us. When we imagine the long white bearded God sitting in the clouds, we're imagining a God who is waiting for us to climb a mountain to get to Him. I'm right here, He seems to be saying. Just get to work. Climb that mountain of righteousness, that mountain of being a good father, that mountain of loving your neighbor, that mountain of being a loving wife, and get to me. I'm waiting. I hope to see you soon. But that's not our God. Our God came down. That's what the incarnation is. He came down from heaven to earth and He came down in the form of an infant, a human infant as one of us to live for us, to die for us, to be raised again for us. And that coming down tonight, Christmas, is what makes Christianity unique. Every other system of thought, every other philosophy, every other religion constructs a situation in which people have to do to get to God. Christianity alone has that one guy. A God who comes to us. Before we do good things, or more accurately, in spite of our failure to do them. And that is what we celebrate at Christmas. When we sing joy to the world, this is what we're joyful about. When it came upon a midnight clear, this is what came. Almighty God arrived. And the first words were, do not Be afraid. We are a people like the shepherds on that Christmas Eve night so long ago who misunderstand what the sermon is going to be. We're like Madonna, and we've gotten in trouble deep. Papa, don't preach, we want to say. Don't judge me. But we misunderstand the sermon. The shepherds say, Papa, don't preach. And what does the angel do? Immediately starts preaching. But he preaches a real sermon. Do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. Now, that's a sermon. A Savior has come. Good news of great joy. You will no longer have to fear the approach of Almighty God. Yes, it's true. You're not worthy. Yes, it's true. You've gotten yourself in trouble. But you need not fear. Because our God has not come to judge. He has come to save. So let us be people who remember this good news all 52 weeks of the year. We will certainly be a community that proclaims it. Jesus Christ is not Santa Claus who works one day a year and spends the other 364 judging you. We are by our lives rightly judged. The Bible is a preachy book. Everyone's a sinner. Well, except that one guy. Jesus Christ is the incarnation of Almighty God, of His loving kindness sent down from a God who didn't wait for us to get to Him, but who, on Christmas came to us to save. Amen.